2: Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget friendly coverage for you. Learn more at uh1.com. Do
1: you hear that silence? I know, it's weird. It's the sound of Sam not showing up late. <laughs> yeah, there we go. He did make a mean pizza, though. It was pretty good. I will credit yeah. him for that. Sorry, that, that, pizza, that pizza crust was razor thin. Yeah. And it was good. Yeah. It was really good. And then he told me he bought the crust at the dough at Trader Joe's, and here I've been making it in my bread machine for the last, how old are you? <laughs> 24. Years. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it's like, shit. And then it was good. And it upset me. Everything upsets me. Yeah you cranky old man. I am a crunchy old bastard. Oh, God, what pissed me off today? Oh, guy shows up at the door, right? Um, knocks on the door. You know, first of all, when you hear here somebody at the, the door. Yeah, here mm-hmm. at the door. When you hear somebody do this. You,
3: you you're like, like somebody local, somebody
1: I know? No, oh. I think solicitor. Uh-huh. I think some guy who's trying to pretend he's friendly is a solicitor. And then I go to the door. Bender's going crazy. So I open the door. And they, they always stand like five steps back because they've, you know, obviously been bitten before, quite literally. <laughs> and so he just looks at me and he's got a clipboard in his hand and he goes, hi, I. And I went, I'm going to stop you. We're not interested. Thank you so much, though. And he goes, but you don't. And I went, we're not interested. Thank you. And I saw him roll his eyes and sigh as I closed the door. Half of me wanted to reopen the door and just go, hey, fuck you. I was being nice. <laughs> And you looked at a peephole
3: and you was peeing on your bushes. (laughs) It probably was. But
1: I'm like, I'm just not wasting your time.
3: Yeah.
1: Yeah. I'd rather close this deal off so you can go find somebody else to buy your magazine subscriptions or whatever the hell you're trying to sell. And it just... Why am I the bad guy? I saw him on the corner when I
0: pulled up. Was he he kicking grass? No, he was... He looked like he was talking to himself. Oh, see? So... Crisis averted. I know, I had somebody this weekend, we were walking around downtown, and they looked at me and they said, excuse me, do you know who Jesus is? And I went, no, nah, I'm good, man. <laughs>
3: <laughs> do you know who Jesus is? <laughs> Jesus. Now, have you seen him lately? I've been looking for that guy.
1: He promised me. Yeah, I've been looking for him <laughs> since oh, yeah, BC. Yeah. Born on Christmas. Before we begin, <laughs> do you know Jesus. Why? Sponsor mentions and an in-house plug. Not an in-house plug. That's old copy from last week. But new sponsor alert, everybody. They just... My glass won't ring because it's too full. (laughs) New sponsor alert, you guys. Camelback is now on board. Hydration packs, bottles. By the way, they make them in steel and titanium now. And I think you knew about that, didn't you, Jackson? I didn't know about the steel and titanium. Steel and titanium bottles, along with a brilliant podium design that outdoes any dispensing products that I have found. I love the... Do they call them nipples? Spouts. Spouts? Damn it.
3: I like nipples. <laughs> I do,
1: too. But to be able to not have to pull it open with your teeth, and I really set myself up for a yeah. bad thing here, but uh, to, yeah. I like the, how you finished like almost bottles. how you
3: finished the last show. <laughs> Did I?
1: Yeah. Oh, with nipples? Yeah, no, it wasn't oh. nipples, oh. you were seeing other things. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, I'll do it again. You know what... Yes. You know what you need, and Camelback has just the thing. Use our link at Packfiller today. Thanks for Camelback for coming on board. I have, by the way, a new sponsor alert for the next two shows. No way. Yeah, wow. they just—they're we're doing good. And speaking of great sponsors, Scratch Labs, I told you about the cookies. Oh, my God, pure brilliance. I made a new batch, but I put walnuts in them. I don't know if you like nuts in your cookie, but they're they're delicious. And I did not bring any down because I want them. Um, that's just a sample of the great things that Scratch does on a daily basis. Fueling flavor and fun. The recovery mix is my to-go post every workout. And the hydration mix is always with me. If you're like me and you can't remember to hydrate properly... I, I have a hard time with it. The trick is to add just a little bit amount of that uh, the uh, the hydration powder to the add the flavor that tricks you into remembering to drink. You're like, oh, that tasted good. I think I'll keep doing it. Duh. and so it works for me. So use the link at packfiller.com. Finally, NordVPN. After praising their name and all the glory that is watching bike races online, wink, wink. Jackson's still on the fence for that one. Oh no, you've got Nord, but you gotta yeah. you gotta do the other membership yeah. thing. Uh, they are on board with the pack Filler. trick the internet into allowing you to watch all of the racing online with a safe secure and consistent VPN connection trust us we are all NordVPN believers here use our link at PackFiler to get started and it is not you You feel like you're doing something wrong like you're logging on to, oh my god my computer thinks I'm in Canada <laughs> and you're okay it's not yeah. there's nothing wrong it's it's just and it works and, and someday you know the the Bike race providers are going to crack down on it, but until then, let's live the glory. Because there's two this weekend, and I'm so happy. Although, no, no I'm not going to. I'm not going to. I'm not going to poo-poo it. Let's play bikes. We made it with Omloop Het Newsblad this upcoming weekend. The light at the end of the tunnel has officially been lit. I spoiled that a couple seconds ago. Speaking of lit, the beverages have been poured, and we are on our YouTube channel live at packfiller.com, and obviously our YouTube channel. Welcome to the Packfiller Podcast. I'm Pat Bulger, and we're without Waples tonight, which means no interruptions and fewer mentions of Peter Sagan. and <laughs> Peter Sagan. That was my David impression. Let's jump right in with tonight's prologue, gentlemen. Have you ever heard of the Four C's? I guess it's an icebreaker thing. The Four C's. So with Diamonds? No. Oh.
3: No, uh, no, it's a 4K. So yeah. Carrot, yeah, oh, okay. yeah, a carrot. Oh, yeah. So this time oh,
1: it's cartoon character, color, car, and cuisine that best design d- d- describe you. Cuisine, not cuisine. I don't know what that is. I'm not starting hmm. off well. So a cartoon character, a color, a car, and a cuisine that you would use to describe yourself. And I'll help you with those oh, thank along you. the way. Yeah, okay, yeah. You get stuck. Yeah. <laughs> So first off, he's single-handedly managing the keg of stout, Mister Paul Maine. nobody. I I had some this weekend, so if it goes dry, you'll know. Oh, wow. you can blame it on me. Yeah,
3: okay, But well, uh, it's the bigger of the.
1: It is the cakes. And, and so we're gonna we're gonna have to eat that, or we're gonna be drinking it in July when it's really hot. Yeah. I'm too I'm too much of a tight ass. Uh, so the four C's. Oh, did I say your name, Paul Maine? Paul Maine. Possibly. Main. Yeah. Possibly. Cartoon character, color, car, and cuisine. What you got for us? Uh, cartoon character.
3: Um, I'm kind of like Wiley Coyote, not oh. not the Roadrunner por- portion.
1: Oh, the science
3: one. When kind of it, it's it's the Morning Ralph. Mornin oh the yes, sheep dog with a sheepdog. I love Morn- those. Yeah, I'm kind of like Mornin that. Ralph. I never seem to really get grasped. I've got some good ideas. They just go bad. <laughs> that one. You okay. know the Roadrunner one; he's really stupid.
2: Yeah, yeah. I like
3: when he's Wile E. Coyote genius. Yes, but you know, Scientist I'm not a genius, genius by any like means.
1: Yeah. yeah. No, Jackson has no idea what you're talking no. about, and that's just a yeah. crime. I know chart. who Wile E. That Coyotes. is, yeah, but not the Morning for Sam, Morning, morning Ralph. Ralph, Morning Friend. Mm-hmm. Yeah. yeah, no, it's too mm-hmm. bad. Those were brilliant. Mm-hmm. Uh, color,
3: green. Green. I'm always been into green. Okay.
1: Yeah. Car. Oh, shit.
3: Uh, I'll have to go with, because I think I am a little bit odd, um, It' like a uh, 1972 Mazda rotary engine car. Just rotary engine. Not your typical piston. Yeah. It doesn't, you know, breaks down a lot. My dad drove uh, an
1: RX-7 for
3: a while. Oh, yeah. And it was fast. That was previous before that, yeah. Yeah, this, I, and I this say that, late '80s, early yeah. '90s. Yeah, I say that because I had a '72 Maserati yeah. too. Oh, okay. And I grew up in in a small farm town where it was tradition that every farm kid at 16, their dad bought them, and it was either a Firebird Trans Am or a Camaro or Z28. It, you know, you you got a Camaro, wow, but a Z28 if if your dad was a rich yeah. farmer. And those guys, or Charger, you know, they had all those. Holy shit. And I show up with this small little tin can rotary engine. It sounds s- like bumblebees in a tin can. <laughs> <laughs> Did they just
1: want to thin the herd by buying their kids these cars or something <laughs> I like know. that? I Jesus. Had no idea. I got like a 74 Vita <gasps> bug. Yeah. Wow. Guess, guess farming is more lucrative than insurance. It was, yeah, yeah, yeah. The theme song's over, but let's just keep it going. <laughs> He's the only reason the fridge has cider because I will not stock Coors Light, Mister Jackson mm. Bulger. How are you, man? I'm good, thanks. What? Um. It, you're Coors Light's becoming your new thing. I'm noticing.
0: Well, it's, you know, it's a, it's really light. Have you been punished? No, it's I kind of like the flavor. It's really light, so it's not like I will say like I feel like the beers that you guys drink are very heavy for me, and they kind of fill are. me up really quickly. They are. Yeah, so. Then it's a little bit easier for me. Should I get you a lighter beer, on tap? No, I'm happy with this stuff. Really? Yeah. This this will never fill me up. Okay. Yeah. By this I mean the ciders, ciders. never fill me up. Yeah. Yeah. Wow. I'm maybe accustomed to them at this point. Yeah. Yeah. Four yeah. C's. Um. So first Car- of all, cartoon character. Yeah. Cartoon character. Um. The first one that came to my mind was Samurai Jack. I feel like great I great
1: choice. Great cartoon.
0: I feel like he was a man of few words speaks with his actions kind of. Wow. So, yeah, I
4: like that. Yeah, I like that.
0: Thanks. Uh color. See, it's funny Paul that you mentioned green. I was also going to mention green, but I was going to mention green one because it is like pr- one of my favorites, but it's also I've heard that if you want a relaxing room, you paint the room green. Hmm. Really? Yeah. So, uh, if any of you feel relaxed when you're in here, it's cuz it's green. Wow. But yeah. I would I feel like I'm pretty laid back and relaxed. You are you are. Mm-hmm. You okay. are. So, I would. I'm trying to figure out
1: who you got that from.
0: <laughs> car, car. Um, I. It's funny that I drive this, but a, I was going to say a Subaru because yeah. I'm reliable. Whoa! You treat me well enough, and I'll s- just keep going.
1: Help you out. Yep. Yeah. My bad. My okay. Bad. Uh, cuisine. Cuisine. Did we do your cuisine, Paul? No, we didn't do your cuisine. Mm, no, but your ahead, cuisine? Do yours. Oh, okay. Mm-hmm.
0: Okay. Cuisine that would describe me. Hmm <laughs> I don't know if I have something that would describe me. What I like, though, is I always keep going back to like something with like Mexican food,
1: oh, like Mexican cuisine. OK. Yeah. But I don't think that would really describe me, though. No. It, well, it does to a certain extent because it's it's kind of relaxing. It's not too formal. It's. Yeah. Yeah. Thanks. Yeah. There you <laughs> go. Although you, you tend to be formal. Paul, what was your cuisine? Spaghetti. Spaghetti.
4: Nice. Noodly. Yeah. A little saucy at times. (laughs) And very cheesy.
3: Oh, okay. (laughs) Very cheesy.
1: (laughs) Me, my name's Pat Bolger, and I'm going on my fifth week whiskey free. Nice. Wow. N- not for any reason. I don't. I'm not saying that as God knows, there's mm-hmm. beer in front of me. It's some sort of you know like better than thou, gone dry or anything like that. It just doesn't sound very good to me. Mm-hmm. My a fib. I was like going. I'll stop for a while. And every time I've looked at the bottle since, I've been like, I don't know if I want it. Mm-hmm. So Sam's got to come over and drink my whiskey. Mm-hmm. Um, my cartoon character is Daffy Duck. It's always been Daffy Duck. Probably because I <laughs> maybe occasionally have bouts of rage. Uh, color, I pick green because I, I've always loved wow, green. We're green. Yeah. Yeah. Wow, we're like green. I've yeah. always yeah. been a green guy. Uh, my car, <laughs> now, I used to own one of these, okay. a, a Porsche 914. Oh, and yeah. there's a reason for that because it's kind of cool. It's ch- It used to be cheap. You can pretend you're better than you are, and it's not very fast. <laughs> and my cuisine is, has always been pub grub yeah i love i love pub i love just like burgers and fries or you know all that kind of stuff you can get at a good pub so there we go uh and that means we are without two waples brothers Mm -hmm. notice the silence and um and that we i technically started on time um so let's get to the training update gentlemen how are things going we are just one week from march Thank God. By the way, March always sucks around here. I, I don't want anybody to get. I, that's not me being pessimistic. That's me being realistic. March is never good weather-wise around here. Mm. I don't think so. Right? I feel like the last few years it's been uh,
0: a yeah. little
1: better. We get some the, cold snaps though. Yeah.
3: Yeah. If it's cold, if it's below freezing, that's not yeah. fun. But yeah, yeah, yeah. at this point, with March for me, and even this like this week, this weekend, I'm going to sneak out for a couple of rides on the road without a doubt. Are dog. you really? Yeah, because it's going to be above freezing. Okay. I mean, it, it's hard when you, you know, when you start off, and even if it's 33 degrees, and you roll out, there's patches and shades, yeah. shaded areas, so yeah. you can hit ice. Because um, yeah. we get a little bit of moisture and stuffs not and melt stuffs melting off, so a runoff. But um, yeah, March, I'll, I should be hitting every weekend now. Wow. At least, yeah. Yeah. And maybe on my days off, my rotating days off,
1: too. You are better than I. Mm-hmm. I think I'm still going to ruby for a while.
3: Oh, yeah. I mm-hmm. I, I'm done. Like we talked about it, we're done with yeah. indoor training. Even as much as I enjoy that, it's not the same. I just,
1: uh. I don't feel like I've done that much. Maybe that's my problem. Mm. Oh, shit. Now I'm nervous. Now I'm stressed. Because I think I, I, oh, God, am I under-trained? This is how my brain works. Um... How are how did how the last week go? I mean, you know, I it was
0: fine. I did the same thing every week. You do, yeah. You're sticking to a solid plan, yeah. So it's really not changing at all. Um, yeah, I, I'm excited to see what all this work. This is probably the hardest that I've ever trained over the winter. Really? Yeah. And so I'm interested to see what all that work shows when I actually go outside, because it's just such a different beast. The two are. Yeah. So I'm interested to see how the indoor form translates to outdoor because I feel like the cooling and everything, like that'll help
1: keep heart rates down and all that. But yeah, I don't know. It's been good. Are you finding, uh, Paul, especially somebody who came from, uh, you know, all the other platforms, I'm finding on Ruby, my FTP, my Watt numbers are lower than they were on Zwift or something like that.
3: I I think uh, you know because I don't really follow the numbers, but I find it way more difficult uh, yeah. than Zwift. I mean, it seems like looking at a percentage of a climb like a six percent. Uh, it is um, to me, it feels more like a six percent climb on the road, uh, and those steeper twelve percents and stuff. Yeah. I'm digging in. It it is. It's, it's a different however they figure that
1: out yeah. it is completely different and there are times where i'll look and it says i'm doing 400 watts or something like that and then i can't sustain it very long mm-hmm. but on zwift yeah i could hold it a little longer
3: so i don't you know and do I, you have the same measurements and everything yeah you yeah, put it in? Huh. yeah.
1: Mm-hmm. i even did an ftp test on both platforms
3: and then on Swift were you like eating burritos or putting on a helmet or No, uploading? I didn't do any of the <laughs> video game shit. No,
1: none of that stuff. I've never been able to do that because I, I would do it either through my Apple TV or on a laptop mm-hmm. which was too far away. I don't I don't want to reach over and type a fucking text message into mm-hmm. while I'm doing any yeah. of that stuff. Or or even click the go faster for ten seconds mm-hmm. or something like that. I wouldn't even do that in races. Do do you ever change your camera angle? On Swift, yeah, or even Ruby, you Ruby, see. Ruby. I've said it to first person, where I all I see is what what's the, in front of you. what the car sees, or mm-hmm. what the motorbike that yeah. filmed it sees, yeah. and that's it. I don't want to, I don't want to see other riders. I don't mm-hmm. want to see myself. I don't want to see myself in real life. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's like, yeah, it's
3: mm-hmm. interesting because I do have those those bots, and there's you three, do. three that follow. yeah, Emily, I I just call M. <laughs> uh <laughs> yeah. peter i call p Pins. Pins. and then there's uh mp will yeah and i just call him dub dub, hey, dub. and hey, dub. and they piss me off you because them i drop yeah because then i'm getting pissed off because i yes. dropped them and they come it doesn't matter how hard i go i <laughs> drop them and and they take turns attacking me yeah they're just bastards and i think wow. oh you think you're so cool yeah. hey dub Wait, wait until you see I this wow. next climb. Yeah, really? Yeah, they mess with me though. Right? I can't drop. Them. Are you joking right now? No, because I'm not. You're kinda... to freak me out a little bit. <laughs> I do do that. I don't shout it because it really upset my wife. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah.
1: Like, hey, Dub, what are you talking about? Oh, this
3: this bot is in <laughs> yeah. front of me. You know, so wow.
1: So, no, know. I don't. I turned all those off. Yeah. Oh, yeah.
3: I, I did it without, and then and it was a good incentive. Every once in a while, I could feel myself if I don't have something to chase, and and there is people. Have you have you Chase, do you see people chasing Oh, chase I, them chase people. I chase people. And then people chasing the you down, yeah, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: yeah. Oh, no, I like that. But I some almost t- caught
3: this one guy on, on Roubaix, and he disappeared. I get that a lot, too. But I, I've done it to someone like else, but I on. only had a half hour to ride. Yeah. And so they're probably thinking, oh, I was just about ready to catch him. Yeah, yeah. Baby.
1: I do that all the time. I chase down people, and then I got onto a guy who I thought is just playing with the the, the algorithm or some sort within the game. It's the app itself. Like I'd be like ten seconds, ten seconds, ten seconds, and then eighty seconds. I'd be like, "Huh? What you? Huh? I was about mm-hmm. to catch you," and then all of a sudden it jumped to sixty to seventy to eighty seconds, and I was like, "Did you just reach over and like fast forward yourself through the game? Can you, uh, the, the app? Oops, I don't know." Yeah. Something to think about. I got in Wednesday, Thursday, and Saturday, Sunday, and Monday this week. Although nice. Monday technically is the current week, mm-hmm. but I included it because I did three days in a row and I was proud of myself. Um, and it felt really good. It felt good to just. My wife left for the weekend. Um, it was me and the dogs, and uh, and so I, uh, I was just like, going, I'm gonna." In fact. This is sad if you stop and think about it. From Saturday at like one o'clock in the afternoon to Monday, no, until shit, until this morning. Mm. No, Monday I had to leave. I didn't leave the house for over 36 hours. That's great. I I hung out here. I got shit done. I, I worked on my house. I. I cleaned my Roomba because the Roomba found a gigantic pile of dog shit. <laughs> I sent you guys that, that picture, yeah. and yeah. I, but the Roomba found the dog shit at like twelve fifteen in the morning, and I didn't find the Roomba until eight o'clock that next After morning. After smeared it out, yeah. smeared it. It looked yeah. like it looked like somebody spun a Brody in my living room
4: <laughs> with dog shit, and then
1: and then it got all the way underneath my trainer, and and it it got wow. stuck on it and. And so my extension cord that plugs in my laptop and my oh, my training mats mat all not, had shit on it, oh, and it had all dried, crusty oh, dried. I, I will spent, say cleaning wise though, that's oh. probably
0: way easier to do though. What crusty rather than like that wet smear?
1: Uh, yeah, but you have to wet. get it wet to get it yeah, off. I had, yeah. It yeah. Just, I had I had the Roomba down here in the shop sink, upside down with a brush, just scrubbing. At it. Mm. And I'm not going to lie, sometimes the, the scrub residue hit me in the face. Well, yeah. and Just I, if, don't smile while you're doing it. Oh, that. no. I, it hit me in the face a couple times, and I just did the,
4: huh,
1: <laughs> oh, God. And the smell. The smell oh, was so yeah, bad. I believe that. But I had a good weekend. Oh, nice, <laughs> nice. <laughs> and it felt good to, God, it felt good to just kind of, no offense to my wife, but it felt good to train every day without her going, really? Really? You're gonna do that? I was like, "Hey, I'm I'm doing dishes. I'm I I mopped the entire main floor of my house. obviously, because there's dog shit everywhere, and um, yeah, I got a lot done, and it was nice. And uh, yeah, napped and watched movies and 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 rode my bike, and it was it was, it was so good. I'm in a full training cycle. I think I'm focusing on the speed and power. I'm back at that. I hope nice. I don't have to reset soon. Um, and I do. I want. I I know that. Paul's gonna poo-poo this, but I do believe in the a longer kind of zone two, zone three uh, type of ride every week. And so this week it was a two hour, and I'm gonna build upon that. And you know nothing too major, but because I think if I'm doing you spend
3: kind of, two hours on the trainer, yeah. Oh, yeah. Well, sucks.
1: I I get off oh. every thirty minutes and do squats and uh, some sort of an upper body uh, weight. For like I'll, like, I'll get off every 30 minutes and do 100 squats. Hop back on the bike. Get off every 30 minute, and uh, next 30 mm-hmm. minutes and do bench pulls. Hop back on the bike. It And the, that 30-minute increment helps me keep it going. It helps me stay in the zone. And I'm listening to a book on tape. I'm listening to David Sedaris because he's funnier than shit. And he's, it, you don't have to get committed because they're all essays. They're, mm-hmm. you know, like mm-hmm. 15, 20-minute long Mini stories. He's very so, funny. Very funny, and mm-hmm. so I've, I've just been doing that. Yeah. Is that
3: the two hours? The book with the elf when he was an elf.
1: This one is Happy Go Lucky. Wow. Yeah, it's one of his earlier ones, yeah. I think. But does, does he read it? Yeah, because this voice is perfect for. Yeah, him. <laughs> yeah, he reads it, or and then some of them are when he does them live. Uh-huh. So yeah, it's yeah. great. It's great. Good. Yeah, mm-hmm. I'm I'm loving it. Um, and so I think two days a week off. How many days do you take a week off, Jackson?
0: So I really do three days on, and then the others are off. Three straight? No, One, not two, three. straight. Oh, okay. I do typically, unless I want to Three change. and four. Yeah. Typically, okay. unless I want to change it up, I'll do like a Monday, Wednesday, Sunday.
1: Yeah. Yeah. So. Paul, how many days do you go on?
3: Typically, yeah, three. Yeah. That's it.
1: I'm doing too much then. Well, I need no? to. No? I need to. I need to catch up. Um, the the ticker, and then that t- the, I don't know why I'm you know the, those two weeks of the play I I've th- I I keep thinking is longer than it was, and it just makes sure me go, oh, like no, it, didn't. it did not <laughs> <laughs> it did it <laughs> did and kids. I get to the point where I'm just like oh my god I'm behind I'm behind I'm behind you know and, and you know, nothing new here. Um, who signed up for the Twilight series? Nobody. Well, I got uh, crickets. I'm I'm waiting for
0: financial stability yeah yeah <laughs> yeah you know so I'm just I'm gonna obviously but just at what point um
1: yeah there's a lot of little expenses along the way six races yeah. this year yeah it's good
3: I plan on it there's yeah. several different things I have to look at the schedule again um Two in because April. it's on Thursdays and that's when we get our granddaughter so oh I, boy yeah that's a little bit tough and I might be able to once we hit in
1: June,
3: she's out of school. See, it's not that big of a deal.
1: Anyone go see Papa Race? Yeah. <laughs> yeah,
3: that's <laughs> Who wants great? to go race? <laughs> <laughs> and, and the other part is... at
1: the casino.
3: I, I am contemplating doing bees because of my age. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Because you can't... And once you sign up, you can't go back. But yeah. I can go forward. If you go
1: bees, I'm contacting Badlands. Tonight. And? I'm racing bees. Oh, okay. Well, I mean... Oh, I, yeah. Yeah I I don't know how much yeah,
3: to me is like I want to before I make a you commitment You
1: son of a bitch No I'm just saying I'm all not all these
3: years <laughs> I'm 61 now I don't
4: care
1: I you've been giving you've been busting my balls I know for a decade cuz you're like 5 years younger than I am
3: <laughs> Now mind you uh, you know it, it only crossed my mind this time but I I would like to just leave that room if yeah, if yeah. I see if I see that I'm hanging with you guys in training and I feel okay, then I don't have a problem. Yeah. But I don't I mean, it's so weird to see like every year just like, Wow, I'm that's not not coming back. That's yeah. like, you know, even power, looking at my power when when I'm like that that had been close to a thousand, it wasn't even close. But I'm not totally in shape either. You know, and uh so, anyway, yeah, I have contemplated. I'm just saying that. All right, if
1: you do, so, I'm pulling the trigger.
3: And you're going to step down to yes, pace, huh? Yeah. Let
1: these let these guys crush the A's. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, if but I was if I was in, I'm I'm not going to win an A race, no. A category race. For the people who don't understand, this is our this is our, our weeknight road racing series. It was huge for for decades, for the 80s, 90s even into the 2000s. And now it is, it is returned and they're, they're, you know, they're doing six races to get, a, get a good start. And, and they, they categorize in a, B, C's, Is there a D? I don't think so. No. And, um and, you know, and they would be what you would expect for those categories. And, and we've got some ringers in our, in our mm-hmm. community. And for many years, you know, we, we were expected to race the A's. Mm-hmm. And, now the next generation. Yeah. Oh, God, that hurts to say, but it's tr- It's kind of true.
0: You, well, you know? have a next generation. Yeah. Yeah. You can, Avenge you me. You live through me. Yeah.
1: yeah. yeah. Um, and and uh, there were a couple years that the bees were fast. I don't know what they're like now. They're,
3: they're still. They're usually younger I mean, I'm guys. I'm not bashing
1: just, anybody in the bees. If yeah. you're listening to this show and you raise bees, let me know what it's like. I'm not, yeah. I'm
3: not worried too much because uh, th- the speed will be up there, and that's what yeah. I need is speed, and it's not winning. Is getting a good, you know, nowadays, you know, training races back when we did it was five bucks. Yeah. And now it's what, 20, 30? Did, 30 yeah. bucks or something yeah, like yeah. that. So, you know, it's, I don't mind that money, but I don't want to be in the A's and about halfway through without even helping yeah. these guys or doing anything. I just get popped off the back. Yeah. That's doing nothing for me. I yeah. don't want that to happen. But if I'm able to even chase one breakdown, or do a lead out if I make it that far, I help on the lead out. Yeah. Then that, I don't have a problem. But I don't know where I'm at at 61 yet. Yeah. So, so is there, I, I,
1: would, I would like to know if there's a way to start in a category and then drop down. But as
3: uh, it the used to have a rule on that series, you can't go down, you can only go up. Oh, and wow. so that's where I have to do some research. So reaching out, these guys are pretty laid They're back. They're great yeah. people. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I'll just yeah. say, hey, listen, I've always done A's. I've always been an A. Yeah, I'm 61. If I find out it's too much, can I drop down? Yeah, that's and if and here.
1: if you drop down to a to B's, and I, I, it's not like you'd suddenly start cleaning house, you know. I mean, again, that's to no, not I probably would not. To people but B's. I,
3: I, think that you know, you could because they don't have any craft race craft. Yeah, that I know. A, that I at least you could have be involved. Something. Yeah, yeah, be involved. Yeah, yeah. You yeah.
1: Know. Jackson, you're just screwed. You have to race aids. Yeah, which well, I'm fine with.
0: I think that's what I need. Yeah. I need. I mean, I think I have a little bit more of that racecraft. I've been thinking about it a lot more, and I think that instinctually, I won't. You know, I won't act off of strictly that. Yeah, um, yeah. But yeah, I I'm happy about it.
1: There are other races on the list. I noticed that uh, Jack's going to be happy that I say this. I'm probably going to mispronounce the name of his town. Squim and two Mason Lake Road Races are back in March. Nice, But um, I've become the age where it's a long way to drive for one (laughs) race. Mm -hmm. And Jack is going to be texting all of us. In about twenty four hours, when he's listening to this show, <laughs> and he's gonna go, you can stay
3: with me. I'll make kimchi. Yeah, <laughs> yeah exactly. Because apparently he's
1: got a shitload of it. Yeah. Um, and um, I just that's I to drive seven hours. Is it
4: six?
3: It's pretty close six, to that six yeah. six hours. Yeah, today? that's a long way to drive
1: mm-hmm. for one race, and then turn around and drive home. Yeah, mm-hmm. on a Sunday night yeah. when you gotta go work on Monday. Mm. Does that make me an old curmudgeon? Well, mm-hmm. more. Of one.
3: Well, it doesn't make you a twenty-year-old who doesn't has a a part-time job and you're yeah. a cat, too. Yeah. We would not even blink an eye. Yeah. But when you're keeping mortgage and you're not doing it to go ahead of things. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's that's a big commitment, you know.
0: Yeah, and I will say, I I keep bringing up money of it all, but it's like the prices of things have just. Yeah. Yeah. Rocketed! Like one race entry now is like it, what used to be twenty dollars is now like one hundred and thirty dollars for a day race. It's yeah. like oh my god! And then to drive over, it's like tank, is it possible? Yeah. Tanky gas there, yeah. tanky gas home. It's like two hundred dollars. Yeah, yeah. Like that's just. You, I know it sounds terrible, even
1: when you do have somebody to stay with. Yeah, it it gets pretty brutal. So that, that that's gonna take me into into the topic. For, uh, we're seeing an uptick in events happening, which is a beautiful thing to see. We're also seeing a decline in the overall bike industry. Uh, the reports have been saying that like, for example, uh, I don't have the exact figures in front of me, but sales in Shimano have been reported to be down as 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 low as overall uh, approaching fifty percent. Uh, multiple reports of brands filing for bankruptcy. Speaking of which, this is going to hurt YouTube. BMC just announced the reduction of hours for their employees to avoid layoffs. Um, and finally, with shops sitting on mass and massive inventories and and nobody walking in to purchase that inventory, things seem to be in a tough spot. Although s- with some peaks of, of light here and there, which seem to be approaching. So what I wanted to talk about tonight was the rise and fall of the of bike racing and bike industry. Rise and fall and rise. I mean with this ebb and flow. But but this, the 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 ebb is getting pretty drastic. Um, and, and a lot of it seems to have started with the pandemic. Um, for racing, I, I think everybody can agree, obviously, you know, on all all levels, a complete shutdown. What do you guys recall your racing life like back in 19, 2019, 2020, 2021, even up into 2022? Um, I, I recall... The rise, and and you guys could probably fill in the gaps for me, um, like the rise of the staggered grand Fondo. You know, we're doing Mm -hmm. wave starts and things like that being something that kind of came into prominence, um, but not a whole lot else.
0: Yeah, I mean, nobody really went out and reinvented the wheel. It was really just like, I mean, my career didn't really start until post pandemic like my serious racing career so 2020 i mean i think i what did a race in 2021 20 so yeah so that was that was the first real one that i did and it was like it didn't really feel that different but i think i did start to notice like a lot more of like the wave starts for yeah. sure but i i don't really feel like a lot more was a, a lot else was changed i mean I remember there was times when people were talking about, oh, we'll race, like, masked together. Mm -hmm. And everybody was thinking, like, that's going to be such a bad idea. Yeah. Everybody having a mask on. But, I mean, it hasn't really, I don't feel like format-wise has changed.
1: Yeah. And and was there anything in retrospect that could have been done differently? I mean, knowing what we know now. Mm Mm-hmm. I, I don't
3: think so. I think with the lockdown, especially the state of Washington, we were kind of locked down yeah. compared to our, some of our neighbors mm-hmm. um, and stuff. So that, that forced promoters to kind of put things off. And I think a lot of races kind of probably, I, I, I'm not for sure, but a lot of them were on the edge because road racing is not that big. It's just like just cashed it in. I mean, yeah. why bring it back? It's not going to happen this year, that type of thing. So, um, you know, especially on the west side of our state used to be pretty full with races and it's yeah. it still has more way more than we have on our east side of our state but um not like it used to uh I'm, i went up to the wsba our calendar and i looked and it's like wow there used to be a jack frost uh, time trial yeah gone. yeah gone um then the uh well outside of covid but the promoter of um uh the one that's near jack's place the one that he designed yeah can we remember the, oh, the Vance or, Creek? Yeah, Vance, Vance Creek. Creek. Yeah, that one. Well, the, the road got washed out from weather. Uh, so it destroyed some of that. Um, so and the promoter kind of cashed in, right? I think maybe in 2019 and no one's picked it up. Yeah.
1: Um, and, and I know that, you know, and this has nothing to do with COVID, but I know that people get angry at promoters for saying they want to do it for profit. I, I'm I'm sorry, everybody. That's how the world works. We, mm-hmm. are, nobody's going to, well, there are some people who are, are going to go out there and put on a bike race just for the good of the sport and the good of the warm in their hearts. That's not happening as much anymore, especially since the concept of forced promotion left USA Cycling. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, people aren't going to put on a bike race unless they can at very least break even. And that's not happening anymore.
3: Well, supposedly – we oh, you're empty. Uh-oh. You got a little sip? No uh, Ace does not make money on this. Yeah. On Turn to Bloom. And they – just a, another promotion, but they gave free entry to Cat 3, 4, and 5 race for women. Yeah. 88. They have yeah. 88 people uh, – of women. And that's like the largest uh, Cat 3 – Four or five women's race, I think, and possibly in the country.
1: Ace is a, a regional promoter who's just taken it upon his shoulders to to bring a lot of this back, and i I, I would like to question him and understand what his his reasoning for doing what he's doing because. I love to believe that he's just a wonderful person (laughs) or he's paying some sort of a penance for past sins (laughs) because it's like, dude, I mean, I know a lot of promoters.
3: Yeah. And he puts in a lot, a lot of effort in it. And this, his intentions is to bring road racing up and, and particularly in the Pacific Northwest where we were at one time really strong thinking, uh, uh, Redmond, yeah, uh, cycling classic. We had Washington Trust. Yeah, um, you know we had here in Spokane Olympic Trials in '84 and '88. Yeah, here yeah, you know, back to back. Uh, I mean, it's
1: um, why, why don't you think during the COVID years that that time trialing didn't become a thing? I mean, I that was something I always kicked around in the back of my head, going, it's the ultimate socially distanced bike race. Why and 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 you see it It's such prominence in in the UK, for example. Why is our, our is it just a cultural thing? We need to be able to shove each other and yell each other and then go get a <laughs> burger. Yeah. Well, I think that it
0: it's just not attractive enough, really, for the United States. I don't think. Yeah, I mean, it's just like
1: but can, with you the can't triathlon f- fad and not fad, the craze. I mean, and, and I will say like I that. don't
0: think it's as crazy as we think it is, though.
1: But it was though. and you've got all these dentists well, with TT bikes in their basements.
0: No for sure, I, I hear what you mean, but I just I don't know if it's attractive enough to bring like a such a big audience. you yeah. know I mean when I, when you two are scrolling on your Instagram feed, I know I can say this for myself. How many time trial like highlights do you see? You could yeah. probably count it on one hand. Yeah, it's just because it's it's probably not that entertaining. A lot of people don't specialize in time trialing when they're looking to be a bike racer, especially at our level. Because wow. yeah, owning a time trial bike is like owning a like putting on another mortgage on your house. <laughs> like it, it's so it's just one of those things where it's like yeah, I don't know if it ever had the legs to begin with.
3: I would have to agree with that. I think the equipment is a big deal because you know if it was. I remember the Tuesday night races, that part of that, you had like, we had two or three back in the Twilight series. Yeah. Time trials through, like one a month, in fact. Yeah. But all we did is Merc style, what we call Merc style. Nobody had TT bikes then. And then when the Funny Bike came out, you know, only a few
1: did. Yeah. Roger, drink. Drink. And yeah. you could still beat some of the people on Funny Bikes. Yeah. Because they Roger. couldn't keep their couldn't couldn't keep their front wheel in. Or yeah, <laughs> but we tried yeah. riding a, that funny bike in there. You should try it. I don't it, need it. It's it's, crazy. Crazy. it's, it's uh. like whoa
3: whoop, 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 whoop. Yeah. But now you know I I watched um, uh, the time trial with UAE Tour. Yeah, yeah. And, and you know Brandon McNulty won. Yeah, yeah. But I'm looking at they're talking about the. I'm t- uh, looking at these bikes and stuff. They're so unique and it's so razor thin that the average guy. Wouldn't be able to keep up, uh, and you can't keep up with because every year something changes. Yeah, and, and as much as I enjoy TT, I don't. I don't even like it anymore. I, yeah. I. don't. I don't even care. I used to watch TTS, but now it's all about equipment, and yeah. it's not. You're not even into a natural position to get arrow, and uh, and I agree with with Jackson. Is like I think that's a lot of it. That's who wants to go out there, and even with my. You know, 2010 TT bike, it's outdated. Yeah. I mean, it's better than Merck's, yeah. but am I going to spend more money on that when I do it like two times a year? No.
1: Now, back then in, in the COVID years, for the industry, things were never better. It was this wave of holy shit. And um, the demand was absolutely insane. First question is do you guys think this was an actual, actual factual demand? Um, or was it just a quick burst? And I, I don't understand. I, I, I mean, this is me thinking in, in retrospect that the that the industry experts at any point would think, hey, this might just be a quick bump let's let's stay conservative and and hold on to our numbers, but instead it was almost like that mortgage crisis things where everybody just went south 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 build more build more build more build more and then not understanding that there's a limited audience of people who are going to be by be who are going to be buying bikes
4: mm-hmm.
1: and that there's going to be an inevitable crash I mean did did you guys think it was gonna never end at this point in time? no it's why did the industry think this i think
0: you know strike while the iron's hot you know yeah so i think that i I, at least what i saw was oh we have nothing else better to do yeah so we like going for walks we've done that a bunch going for run sucks yeah so we might as well buy a bike and a lot of people bought a bike but then once there was stuff to do it's like oh now we can go back to our gyms. Now we can go back to our
1: crowded areas. It's like, I don't need the bike anymore. Yeah. Peloton's a great example. Of yeah. It. I mean, it's just like, holy shit, we're on a gravy train. Biscuit, where would everybody go?
0: Yeah. And I think that there's just so much inventory now that I keep bringing up the prices, but COVID really did jack up a lot of prices of a lot of these goods. And now we're kind of seeing those prices just stagnate at where they are. And it's like. I already have the bike that I bought during COVID. Why would I upgrade or buy another one? Like, buy, why would I buy a gravel bike now when I've got this one that doesn't cost a new car?
1: Yeah, is that what we've run into? That they bought their bikes and they're either riding them or they're collecting dust.
2: I think. Is that? I mean,
1: globally, is that what we're basically sitting on? I mean, I think we bought. I think a lot of people bought a lot of e-bikes and. Yeah.
0: Now they're
3: collecting a lot of dust. Yeah. Well, they're funny you mentioned, you brought this up as a topic. Um, Escape Collective has a series, four series there on the third one you could probably listen to. Um, <clears throat> they go pretty much in depth and talk to people in the industry. Uh, the There were several people they didn't mention in the industry that said, we are, this is, you know, we're going to be at 80% growth you know, with we expect it to go on and yeah. on and yeah. on. So the small little guys like, oh, my gosh, you know, because they're getting people coming in. The number one, this one bike shop in Boulder, uh, the lady said that $1,500 bikes is what they wanted. People are coming in. And once that was gone, it was gone. And then dealers were like, you know, people want parts and stuff or like, you know, parts for Saram or Shimano. Shimano, and I think it's a Japanese thing or maybe just a corporate Japanese corporation thing, they refuse to expand beyond five percent of their production. So they'll increase it to five percent because of these such situations,
1: which is not necessarily a bad business yeah, call.
3: But everybody, you know, on typically are like, man, make hay while you can, produce, and then yeah. step back. There is again the series. I'm I'm gonna not do it justice, but it's if you're really interested, just dive into those. Um, <clears throat> There's people who are spending a million dollars just storing some of their back stock. So many people wanted, like, let's say, I'll just use an example, of force, you know, Force, uh, yes, yeah. Ram force group. And they couldn't get it from this supplier. They put it in anyway. And they, they keep putting in into every supplier waiting for it to come in. And then all of a sudden, the tap goes off. And then all of a sudden, all this production and everybody's going, we got your parts.
1: You've already ordered. Yeah. And You're they're committed.
3: like... Yeah, they gone elsewhere or it's gone. Or or these people have to pay for it and bring it in. So these small businesses are going out of business and they're sitting on inventory. Kona is buy one, get one free on their bikes. Holy shit. So I mean there's Giant is going to Dick's sporting goods.
1: I need Karsten in on this yeah. discussion yeah. too. So, yeah. And that would be interesting to hear yeah. his perspective
3: because of who he works for. Yeah. And and you know, I this you would have been a fool to really think that it would. We we're riding a wave. Even if we got ten percent, that would have been good. Yeah. And I figured at least ten percent. I don't know if we even get ten percent back. You know, from this big surge, if it's up here, let's say that the maximum interest. It would be nice if, even if we had ten percent. If I owned a bike shop, that's how I would think. It's yeah. like To settle down. This is yeah. crazy. So.
1: And how did this not? necessarily transfer over to events we've got all these people with bikes uh families are out riding why aren't they signing up for a fondo a mm-hmm. intro to bike racing do you th- I mean is it the I mean and it's it, I, I I can't blame this on American culture because this was a global phenomenon mm-hmm. people stockpiled like toilet paper they mm-hmm. you know people bought all this bike stuff and st- and so it's 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 sitting in bike shops it's sitting in people's basements and the next phase is that just the human condition that that we just go and look for something else now and it would have been great but you know we didn't capitalize on this cuz i remember huge waves of growth within the sport and i'm sure there are numbers you know you look at gravel numbers you look at you know the the sustainability that mountain bike has created um, but it's not the numbers that we should have seen based upon the purchases that were from the COVID years. So, I mean, I, I know we're all just speculating here. None of us are industry experts, but it just seems so odd that that didn't necessarily transfer over into a new wave of participants and events.
0: Well, I mean, it's interesting hearing from, I mean, uh, my wife is training for a half marathon and when we first talked about it, um, somebody mentioned to her like, Oh, are you going to try and like, like beat a certain like person yeah. or like yeah. a record or anything? And she, that didn't even cross her mind. But the second that I sign up for a race that I'm instantly like, I got to be this, 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 like I got to be yeah. this placing and all that stuff. It's just, I don't think that as many people are competitively wired like we are. It Competition and that mass amount of distance, even competition, I mean like with yourself, yeah. is kind of a daunting, very intimidating thing that a lot of people don't want to approach. And it's, I'm going to be honest, I don't know if the three of us can really understand that perspective because mm-hmm. it's like we talk about fitness or exercise and it always comes back to some sort of competition. Yeah. And that's just something that, believe it or not, a lot of people, i which is Beyond my thinking is just people don't think about that.
1: But she's still signing up for an event. And there are cycling events that accommodate that
0: mentality. Right. But that's why I bring up even like competing against yourself is something yeah. that people don't even want to have to face. They just want to like go out for their go out for their ride, you know, and yeah. say, oh, I got my exercise, but I, d- I wasn't looking for a time. Mm. It's just that's something that I think a lot of people live in. Is just that I do it for exercise, I don't do it for like race results.
3: I think I think with Grand Fondos there was I mean, it hit a peak there for a while. I'm um,
1: surprised it it that peak has not continued. It is mm-hmm. well I'm really it, surprised.
3: Well you'll just take like the big one around here is Coeur d'Alene. Yeah. So let's use an example like somebody who got into cycling for because uh, of COVID and they really like it. And they hear about this Grand Fondo, and they, and it's a ride around Lake Coeur d'Alene with cookies and cookies <laughs> and Coca Cola. Hey, and but customers. they go to sign up, and how much is it? It's expensive. A hundred yeah, and some dollars. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That to me that that's a big thing. For us, it's like the only reason I do Grand Fondos or anything is because there's I want competition. Yeah, and these people aren't competitive, and they're like. Well, Why would I do other than I'm amongst my people, you know, my peers, yeah, and and maybe meet some people? But do I need to pay 120, 30 bucks? And same with Mm. the, the chafe, you know, that's raising money for a cause, and that's good, but man, that's a lot of money, yeah. Hold
2: up.
1: With pricing, it won't go down. Pricing's ne- it never goes down
3: for an event you're talking about b- b-
1: across the board. In bikes, the bikes
3: right now. If you're gonna buy a new bike, this is a time to do it. Yeah, yeah, it is. I mean, I you start looking at, at different bikes. They're at like BMCS or even you can get like a, a SRAM Red. That's the SRAM Red's not a good one, but a Force like under ten thousand dollars. When it was ten thousand dollars, it Jesus. seems like or yeah. b- pushing that. Yeah around seven thousand. Time is cheaper, yeah. so. But when it comes to the events, they're not. They're not getting you know any cheaper. It,
1: so how do we just do? People just keep their same rates and let inflation catch up. <laughs> so when when you're looking at a ten thousand dollar bike, when when are we going to look at a ten thousand dollar bike and go that's a damn bargain. I mean, you almost just did. Yeah,
3: exactly. Anything below that, because what it has been oh, ten thousand or above, fifteen thousand for, for like an SL eight, uh, you know, S Works yeah, um, tarmac. So, yeah, I mean, like that's still at a high price. It's, I think the problem is is and getting back to that that conversation that they had on on uh, Escape Collective is that people wanted that fifteen hundred dollar bike It wasn't around. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So I think there's a, there was a huge interest, and but there was no product.
1: I think people still want that fifteen hundred dollar bike.
3: Yeah. Well, I was
0: looking at. I was just like looking at bikes because mm-hmm. I would love to, you know, like all three of us sitting here. I, want, I would love to buy a new bike tomorrow. I want for three God's new sake. bikes. Exactly. I want three new bikes. Exactly. Yeah. yeah, yeah. Um, and I was just looking <laughs> at Canyon, mm-hmm. and it's like talk about a brand that is so. Is 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 on another level of the competition, to see like a BMC or a Specialized costing twelve thousand, ten thousand dollars, under ten thousand now, mm-hmm. um, and then you look at like, you look at Canyon's prices. It is night and day. I was looking at a pretty much top of the line mountain bike for like pushing three thousand. Full- mountain bikes are going to be cheaper than road bikes. I was I've, even looking. Which I've understood that. I was even looking at gravel bikes and everything. Like yeah. the highest you're going to get is four thousand. And that to me is like, it's just, like I said, it's just such a different game that we see now. And it's I'm interested to see when a lot of these suppliers, I wonder if they will begin to think,
1: we can't hold the staff. Are we going to just move to online sales? Or create a middleman opportunity where if I buy a bike through Canyon, it gets sent to my local Canyon dealer who assembles it, gets a piece of the pie, Mm -hmm. fits me and then hand it to me out the door
3: Like they kind of have that set up they have recommendations yeah of where you take your bike absolutely it's actual bike shops now so that they will say you know here's where you recommended in your area that type of thing and Canyon is cut their prices even if you look Yeah. oh yeah and they they're probably one of the strongest healthiest ones and they mm-hmm. they are like millions of dollars in losses yeah everybody's I, hurting yeah
0: God. it's just I will say when I look at a brand like that I go Damn, I could do that mm-hmm. as like somebody who's still yeah. early off in their career. Yeah, it's just like I wish that I wish that we would trend towards that area. But then you take away a lot of the the little people, you know, that work. Yeah, that okay, not little. <laughs> I don't mean like literal little people. Little I mean countries. like the little guys, yeah. like the yeah. the the small shops. shops. Yeah. Oh yeah. yeah, yeah yeah yeah. Sorry, I had
1: to really. No, I didn't be specific think you were about, talking about you know Peter Dinklage you know no, being yeah. upset because you you know, weren't buying I bikes. Just want, I wanted to be clear. I wanted yeah. to be yeah. clear. Yeah. No, yeah, I, I, I understood what you meant.
3: Well, I mean, things evolve. Yeah, and, and yeah. even in that situation, if manufacturers want to do that, you could set up a business you know uh, where you have to accept the fact uh, that bikes you're not going to sell the bike. The problem is selling bikes. Bikes bring people in to the mm-hmm. bike shop. Mm-hmm. Um, the margins aren't all that good. And by the time, in fact, when I was, this is back in the 90s, if a bike didn't, if you sold a bike less than $350, you only made a $20 profit.
1: That's absolute bullshit.
3: No, it is not. Because your margins are like are 30%. You have yeah. to pay somebody to assemble it. Sure. And then you have you have to consider your inventory loss because it's going to sit there for a while. And then you have a free tune-up, which is going to cost labor. And, you, you, and you're paying a salesman to uh, sell it. So you have that labor involved on those.
1: And add We've, into the fact that... Sh- sorry to interrupt. Please mm-hmm. hold that train of thought. Because and add into the fact that I don't remember growing up that shops holding social gatherings, team uh, club mm-hmm. rides, no-drop rides, all those types of things. It's almost like it, it, a bike shop has to take onto itself as a social institution mm-hmm. in order to get you to buy a bike, which you're probably going to do online anyway. Yeah, or so. they...
3: Yeah, and that's what happens. Even, you know, we weren't really a mountain bike shop. Uh, and about halfway through my, you know, working for yeah. this bike shop, mountain bikes were just hitting. No one wanted to touch. People were bringing in Clonago Masters and say, what can I get for a trade-in? Well, nobody wants it. Yeah. I can't. We, we couldn't even accept it. Yeah, I appreciate it. And I'm like, are you crazy? How much do you want to give me? Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. you know, how much will you take for it? But, yeah. Um, but, you know, that's that's just how it is. Bikes aren't. So I think things are going to evolve a little bit. This is my take on it for the future of bike shops. Disc brakes are going to be a very helpful thing for them. Electronic because stuff. To, somebody can work on. Because it's not like a, yeah, there's people who are going to be. Although even with an app and stuff, we could probably figure out electronic shifting. Sure. In fact, I know we can. But you know, disc brakes. Sometimes you're going to have some problems feeding. Do I have three and a half hours today to yeah. to feed my new hoses? And a lot of people don't know that you know, like you should be getting uh changing out your oil and hoses every 2 years with your disc brakes. There you go. You know, a lot of people yeah. are going until it fails and you don't want them to get to that. You know, and are you measuring your your um you know, your your rotors? Mm-hmm. Yeah. Are you down to minimum? You know, on um, pads? Yeah. People they, don't know that. Yeah, yeah, and to be honest with you, there's even, a
1: source like Cycle Systems Academy.
3: There you go. Yeah. But you know, there is a lot of And I'm just as guilty as anybody else when it comes to maintenance. We have a tendency to just, we just want to ride our bikes. Majority of us do. We Not all of us have our calipers to measure our disc rotors and going, oh shit, it's time to change that out. Yeah. It's usually a failure, unfortunately. So So.
1: shops shops are going to become a repair-oriented industry.
3: And small parts. Some, you know, yeah. small little mm-hmm. water bottles, cages, you God, know, stuff that you would get. How is that a sustainable but, front? <clears throat> uh, labor is where you made your money in a yeah. bike shop. Yeah. If you can get them in for repairs, it was, that's why you had bikes is so you can get them to come in for repairs. And when I sold a bike, they said, you know, they would tell me, I'm looking at a Trek. And, uh, and I would say, Hey, just let you know, we work we on work all on kinds. Yeah. 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 Because we may not get this cell, but if we can get your repairs. Wow. We would Yeah. Wow.
1: Um god, that's I don't know if that's depressing or not. And then I mean then this because our show tends to focus on the the racing and and that aspect of the lifestyle it's hard to kind of comment on on especially America's love affair with the automobile and the fact that Will cycling ever become a viable alternative to America's love affair with the car? Mm, no. Yeah, that's the problem. You know, uh, we we live in a country that that is always going to want to you know press on a gas pedal and 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 drive to work. Whereas you're not going to get that commuter culture. I wish we could. I mean, I don't mean to be poo poo, yeah. but it uh, it's tough because we just got we just have too much space. We do especially living too where far we live apart, yeah. yeah yeah i mean i've met people who think that we in spokane are a are a suburb of Seattle mm-hmm. yeah it's a 300 <laughs> mile suburb yeah you know and and we just don't with that expanse you're gonna need to drive unless we have some form of amazing public transit system still would love a, f- a high-speed train to get from here to Seattle yeah you know that'd be yeah. a beautiful thing but it's not going to happen.
0: Yeah. I mean, even thinking about waking up in the morning, getting ready and everything, getting to work would probably be 45 minutes. By, by bike. By public transport. Oh, by bike? By bike, yeah. For you? Oh, yeah. It takes me at least 15 minutes to get there. Really?
3: Yeah. By okay. car. By yeah, car. It's probably, it? yeah, it'd probably be just double that. Probably a half hour. You'd yeah. be surprised. I would give it a try sometime. Yeah. It's, it's awesome. Commuting is like-
1: You do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Quite often, uh-huh. and and living downtown, it probably has accommodated that even more so. Uh, you
3: At know, least. I'm finding out we're using a car a little bit more. One grocery oh, yeah. stores are they're nothing in downtown Spokane. There yeah. isn't one. So, and then one it, is closing down, right? Which one is that? Main. The, the main, fresh, main main market. Oh, yeah. main market is. Yeah. I thought Fresh Basket was. Yeah, main market. Fresh back Basket is, and and that's you know I can do that. Mm-hmm. Um, the that's... the advantage to me is on my way home. I can pick it up, right? And then I, you know, if it's small load, I can just carry it in my my bag and bring it home. But
1: uh, okay, let's sum up. Where do you see things headed in terms of uh, the bike industry? First off, what what trends will save it, and how long is this lull going to happen? Anybody got a philosophy on that one? I'm interested. I mentioned it before but I'm interested to see where this online
0: retailer really takes it because it's already big but I'm interested to see if it kind of pulls it so in. the
1: sales process is what's going to change it in
4: your I opinion. think so I okay. guess so yeah.
1: reinventing how people connect with the with the, with the bike shop yeah. with 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 bike sales yeah wow that I, I'd be interesting to see how that works because the average person who doesn't know a size medium from a large from a top tube length to, you know, but I will fork say, rake, Sure, it, it's, it's going to, well, you well know. I will
0: say though, going onto a website like that, they still give you like, it's like a size chart when you're ordering a t-shirt, yeah. it, they have that size chart. You enter in your measurements and they spit out the yeah. thing that would fit best for you. And then that's when it comes to the, the, shops, a the shop, the, the shops, the fitters, the, all that Guy stuff. Like Sam. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Seriously though. Like that's, that's where the shop and the fitters are going to really have their control is after that bike's already been purchased and yeah. sent to their shop.
1: Especially the higher up you go in the price range, god this is something that could help somebody like like you know Sam doing what he does with a okay, you're thinking of buying this higher end price range. It sounds like you're fairly serious about this type of, you know, cycling may we recommend this fitter, this fitter. They send us the numbers, and then all of a sudden you start that process and you get something more done.
0: And then I could see it almost going in the way of cars. I mean, for instance, we have in Spokane, there's a place called Hopkins. That is a Subaru-certified mechanic. And then I wonder if we will begin to, with shops, see, like, this is a BMC Trek Pinarello-certified shop Mm -hmm. to where they can work on those and they are the best at that.
1: That's not a bad outlook. What do you think, Paul?
3: Yeah, I think th- there's something to it. You can't deny the way things are changing. That you know, I mean, even you know, any box store or any uh, brick and mortar store, mm-hmm. unless it's a small mom and pop shop, you know that it, in all industries is it, changed. You know, I mean, even box stores. You look at malls are dying, right? Yeah, yeah. So, um, or if not dead, mm-hmm. you know. Yeah. Because everybody does things online, and, and I think that's where we have to make our adjustment. And and like Jackson was talking about size, you can get them directed. But my concern is for the that only helps people like you know what size you, you ride. Yeah, and I know, I know what geometry will work for me. And yeah. even if there's, even if we got sponsored by a bike, you know, uh, um, a bike uh, manufacturer if I look at geometry, I'm like, there's no way I'm going to make that work for me because I really, yeah. I mean, other than doing weird things with the seat and stuff, center of gravity, the way I ride, it's just something I've done for a long time. Yeah. I can get into the position, but if it's a longer top tube, my center of gravity's moved forward. Right. So mm-hmm. then, then you're doing all this different mm-hmm. moving around. So I, I think that if we start seeing, you know, bike shops will be more mechanical and then providing, you know, um, some aid to to upper end stuff and carrying little odds and ends. You know, somebody, especially with mountain bikes, they like their wider bars, you know, and stuff or somebody yeah. breaks one. But the, I, I just don't see inventorying all that is a good thing. Um, but cheaper bikes, I, I don't know how it's going to work to get new people into it other than department stores. And that's probably where Giant is ahead of the mm-hmm. game, maybe. Yeah. It's like, mm-hmm. we'll go to Dick's and, and sell, because and they do wonderful down low end. Yeah. In fact, all my grandkids, well, yeah, I you know, my kids grew up with giant bikes because they do a great job with kids' bikes and introducing, and they do yeah. have, you know, it's just one of those things that I think manufacturers, if they want to cater to that, you know, Pen & Roll is not interested in that. No. Mm-hmm. And then I just heard a, a, a good podcast again on on the escape collector about Clonago, yeah uh drop bars is all they're going to do drop bars gravel and roads wow and so you're going to have to you're not going to have this wide spectrum you're just going to specialize in these type of things yeah so and I then, think that's yeah. where it's going
1: to go and, and yeah I mean look at what Campanello's trying to figure out right now yeah i mean i somebody said that Campanello's saving grace is going to be gravel. Mm-hmm. If they focus on that GRX, not GRX, whoops, that's Shimano, yeah. ECHAR. Mm-hmm. Uh, they set. got a cheaper I mean, that, version of that. That, that could be the only thing to potentially mm-hmm. save them because mm-hmm. it's just not going to work. Um, wow. Uh, okay. Uh, events. Will, uh, will mass start mixed surface fondos dominate the landscape? Is that the future? By the way, when I say these things about where the future's going, I, it, it, it sometimes cracks me up when people are like, going, well, we, you know, blah, blah, blah. It was, you know, it's been this way. It's been this way. Well, th- the way it used to be didn't used to be the way it was. Mm. You know, it, uh, things evolve. Things advance, you know. The, in this country, road cycling wasn't really a thing until like, I don't know, pretty much predominantly it didn't come into into the 70s, you know. And so it I, I, we can't fear... Potential change, and and of evolution and growth, and so you know when the 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 classic concept of the road race time trial criterion, it it it's not been around that terribly long, you know in the seventies eighties, so let's just relax and and where do we see things evolving in terms of events? Are we going to be staring down the barrel of math start? everybody gets a cookie and a ribbon and which I'm, I'm saying that in a condescending way, but it's not necessarily a bad thing because if I want to race a Fondo and I want to race it to win, I'm not stopping for, for Kirkland peanuts. I'm, I'm, I'm powering through, (laughs) Mm -hmm. but somebody back behind me can stop for Kirkland peanuts and, and enjoy, you know, a Red Bull or Mm -hmm. something like that. But where do we see events Evolving in 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 the sport, I will say I have just I have this
0: weird feeling about it. I think that mountain biking, first of all, has not ever really gone away. It's always been very popular. Yeah, I think that it's gonna have like a resurgence. I just have you a do. weird feeling about it. I feel like it's like these longer distance mountain bike races are gonna get really popular.
1: I agree. I I, I agree. Especially like a twenty four hour. Like, yeah, you know, or, or like our numbers are up. <laughs> yeah. Our numbers Good. are up. Not going to lie, Excellent. our
3: numbers yeah. are up this this yeah.
1: time from last year.
3: Excellent. You know, yeah,
0: yeah. But like a twenty-four hour or like an eighty to hundred mile mountain bike race, yeah. I feel like those are really big. We see like the kind of getting a little gnarlier mountain bike races. We see that or not mountain bike races, Growl gravel races. races. Yeah, we see that gravel bikes people are trying to push them towards that mountain bike area, and then the further you get to that, you're just going to get a mountain bike again. Yeah, and so I think that those are going to really have an uptick in in like popularity. I also think road racing, honestly, I think the excitement of it and the super easy marketability of it is going to have a big popularity. I don't think well. it's going to be in road racing though.
1: I mean, when I, I mean, I mean, I think a criterium, road race, I think criterium I think crits racing. are going to be yeah the saving grace because you get, it's a spectator. Friendly. Exactly. And you get
0: personalities like you do in any American sport. Yep. Yeah. I think that's where it's going to be.
1: Yeah.
3: Well, I think that um being around for so long, I used to start seeing things just go in cycles yeah. because when I got into it triathlons just started taking off in the 80s and it's mm-hmm. like people were abandoning road racing because of that. Yeah. And then Greg Greg LeMond wins and then there's a new surge of Yeah. you know, here we got road racing and then mountain bikes yeah. came and then it's like nobody did road racing. And then in '99, this this particular character wants to yeah. turn to France, and then we go back up again. It was CG. and hardly anybody was mountain biking, um, and I think some of it. And I like to beat up on the industry quite a bit, but they started for mountain biking. It was just we just had basic rigid bikes, mm-hmm. and then it started getting more and more complicated. Then more, which we needed suspension. I think that, that was really important. Rear then suspension's it, a beautiful thing.
1: Well, I've it, owned one bike even with front, proper rear front suspension.
3: front is like, can you imagine oh, riding gotcha. a mountain? bike? that's probably more important than, than rear suspension. But rear suspension comes in that actually and, functions. They so used to just throw yeah. it on there and make, you know, yeah. you'd be bucked off and stuff yeah. like that. But, you know, and, and even like finally figuring out uh, disc brakes with hydraulics as opposed to cable. Because yeah. we... It, I used to work for a shop that had Fisher and they had one of the first disc brakes, full suspension bikes. And that thing was pretty cool, but it was spongy (laughs) and they were still trying to, it was like figuring things out. But I think we'll see mountain bikes go up and we'll see them go down. We'll see road racing go up for whatever reason, whether in America, um, crits, if we can get that thing rolling, that'd be great. Um, but all it takes is like an American to do well in the Tour de France, then there's a new, like it brings it Mm -hmm. to the forefront. Uh, But uh, yeah, Um, I think we're going to just see that gravel to me is, it's already changed from even when we were nothing but gravel. And it's to the point where I look at it as that, past that that glory days and now we're getting into like mountain bikes where everybody wanted a mountain bike mm-hmm. everybody wants a gravel then all of a sudden you see people winning gravel races with the road bikes so, why do i need a gravel bike yeah and then things start changing you know
1: and then you, and then you're also seeing people on gravel bikes and this just kills me when i watch youtube on gravel bikes that are clearly riding a wonderful trail for a mountain bike Mm-hmm. Would be so beautiful on a, on just a, even a even a hardtail mountain bike with front suspension, and every time I bring it up, I I get the the, the naysayers going, hey, you know, don't bash somebody for riding, just ride what you got, man. Just quit being so judgmental. I'm like, fuck you. I go, I want to be judgmental. Let me be judgmental. Let me bust somebody's balls without you thinking that I'm destroying them as a human being.
4: God, <laughs> I'm angry tonight. Yes.
1: My dog's in a cone and I should be. <laughs> I just, you know, I and I, I appreciate, you know, all types, all bikes, all terrain, all things like that. But sometimes it's okay to just go, you know, a mountain bike would be better on that. Hey, don't attack me. I'm not attacking you. I'm but I, saying, I think that
3: comes down to, don't you think right people there. like that challenge? It's like, yeah. you know, okay, this gravel bike yeah, but makes gravel with, bike pretty easy. Yeah. So let's take it on. Since my full suspension bike was made this trail easy, yeah. I'm going to try it on my gravel bike, and then that becomes
1: the new challenge. But then you, you, know you turn what I mean? 55 and you have shoulders like mine, so just, just take <laughs> this advice. Just, calcium buildup, yeah, head, yeah. just destroyed. <laughs> but you see what I'm saying a little
0: bit like we're starting yeah. to see like, yeah. oh, there's front suspension now on gravel yeah. bikes. Whoa. Yeah. The next thing you know, there's flat bars on gravel bikes. Yeah. Oh, now we just have a mountain bike. No, it's, it's like it's all yeah. just going to go back to where it started. And,
1: and all of us old folks are, are, are reminiscing the the John Tomac days where John Tomac was on drop bars mm-hmm. on his mountain bike, winning the world downhill championships. Uh, you know, back in the day. And, uh, you know, so it's like. There is so much gray area when it comes to this right now, um, that there is no one bike to properly. You know, you're uh, always underbiked
4: yeah. or overbiked.
3: Yeah. Well, and that's that's part of a promoter. You you want to give them a challenge, right? Yeah. So I mean, how many times you see like Grand Fondos with ten thousand feet of climbing? Oh, well, I'm not signing up for that. Yeah. They, they, there has to be a, a a challenge in that, or else you're just. Hey, pay me a hundred bucks and go around a flat, you know. Yeah. Uh, so I I can understand is for racing st- sand standpoint, um, you know. And, and you bring up like Tomac on the downhill. Downhills. Think about when he won that. There yeah. was sections it's where different. you had to pedal. Yeah. Yeah. It's not. It's not that it's anymore. Game. Yeah. You would not, not win. No. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. And and, and he was yeah. a fit guy, and he raced yeah. in Europe with Seven yeah. Eleven. I mean, he was a road racer. Yeah. Um, but that's it's things do change because it's not challenging enough or it doesn't appeal. Now we got, you know, I've got like 11 inches of travel in the front. Well, mm-hmm. You're just ghost riding a motorcycle, <laughs>
1: you know?
4: Mm-hmm.
1: <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. But, it, you know, it, it sells bikes, I guess, mm-hmm. in the yeah. long run. You know, I've, I'm constantly wanting at least two new bikes Yeah, on the ones I already have. Mm-hmm. I, I'm constantly, and I always will be. There we go. Let's jump. Uh, we didn't. We didn't save anything, nah. did we? We didn't save anything, nah. but we just we we made it an interesting conversation. Let's jump to tonight's segments. Thanks to our friends at Untapped Maple. Pure Vermont maple syrup is the core. Pure energy is the result. Grab some grape maple aid while it's still hot off the presses. I don't know if hot off the presses is something you'd want to say about. Well. Yeah. It would probably be good. Anyway, um, I, I, I don't have you in any particular order. You guys have created two new segments that have been really dynamic and interesting, so um, I don't know who would like to jump into the foray and go first. We've got Paul with Changing Times. We've got Jackson with Style Points. Do we want to go in that? Oh, Jackson's already I, reaching I for his device. It, yeah. We
0: just kind of did last week's Is changing, so I'll give Last it a,
1: week's was so much fun.
0: Yeah. Well, this week... Uh, let's see if I can get my notes up. So I think that one thing that's really interesting about this sport is that it's not really like style is what you wear, but it's also what you ride. Mm-hmm. And that I think like, it's funny that you mentioned. the Absolutely. Yeah. It's funny that you mentioned the, uh, like um, Americans with the auto industry, right? How, how big it is. Um, I think that in our sport, we treat our bikes like we treat our cars. You probably even better than our cars I in all honesty. Better than my car. Yeah. hundred yeah, percent. So do I. I understand it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so what I wanted to do was because we are all three of us here, um, such bike nerds in and like we also have a certain taste of bikes. Yeah. I wanted us to create the perfect bike. Oh shit. So the three of us? Yes. But it's all personal. No. Okay. We so, don't have to agree. No. So like Paul, you can pick your own your own frame brand and okay. Dad, you can pick sure. your own frame brand. So we're going to start out... I like to start from the bottom and go up. So, for your tires, oh. I will give my input first and then I'll go around. So, brand is the first thing that I would pick. I've only ever ridden Continental, so I will continue with Continental. Size, I'm going to pick 28s. Um, and then the next question is tan wall or black wall tires? Ah,
1: that's what hmm. the first thing I thought of. First thing I thought of, yeah. I
0: used to be tan wall, but I will probably stick with a black wall tire. So... Paul, mm-hmm. what brand of tires are you going to stick with? Continental. I've been at. through them all.
4: Yeah. And that's been
3: the most reliable, the best in all conditions, mm-hmm. that type of thing. Um, yeah, without a doubt. Uh, it, if it was size, I just bought some 28s yeah. because the only for this particular rim that I have, it's a carbon fiber, right. um, you know, like five mil, uh five centimeter deep wheel. And the inner portion of that rim is wider than my standard old. Rim brake stuff. <laughs> so so it actually lines up. So aerodynamically, it's good. It's not bovis. It doesn't right. create. so. But my other wheels will probably be around 20, 25, just for that purpose. Okay. Oh, my God. But nice. Continentals. Yeah. Uh, t- Blackwall.
0: Uh, okay, there we go. 100%. Wow. I,
3: ha- I grew up with, with tan. Yeah. You know? It's all there was. Oh, and it, it's just road. You ride in bad weather, and you try and scrub those things, and the, it looks like crap. Unless you just... Are really particular. You love scrubbing your wheels. That's <laughs> yeah. not good.
0: That was very much like a 2018 to 2020 big fad. Yeah. Was the tan wall it was tire. A,
3: it's a good look when they're clean. Oh, yeah. They look like shit when they're yeah. dirty. Because yeah.
0: I remember just thinking of that Specialized, that Aero Specialized, uh-huh. all like shiny paint and everything, and then those beautiful bright tan wall mm-hmm. tires. Yeah. Anyways, Dad, what are you going for? What is the brand?
1: You guys finished? Because uh, <laughs> I have Tan sidewalls on my bike. You do right currently, now. yeah. And um, I, I, I would, I have always ridden Continentals. Always ridden Continentals. But just recently, even Victoria, back in the tubular days. Oh, in the tubular days, I ro- rode a lot of Wool Bears. Uh huh.
3: Oh yeah, that's right. Invulnerables. Yeah, yeah,
1: because they were heavy. But yeah. my dad was like
3: Kevlar, yeah.
1: and so it was like yeah, they're like riding anchors. <laughs> um, and when they blew, you, you, there were metal slivers in your hands. Yeah, yeah. But um. Uh, but wrote a lot of Conti's. but recently I just tried these schwalbies and mm-hmm. and I, I like the tire. It's a good tire. It's really, uh, resilient for back of a lack of another term. You know, it's they've held on really well, and so I'm not necessarily as tire specific as I used to be, because I just think there are a lot of people doing some good shit out there. So it's you know I I had never ridden Schwabies before, mm-hmm. and um, but I like them. I think it's a good tire, nice. and they're and they're gum walls. They're, yeah. they're 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 and you know what? I don't find them getting dirty. Yeah. Um, I don't know if they've. They don't get dirty on a trainer. Just, <laughs> I knew you were gonna say that. You got a ride, Pat. Um, if you get a tub of towels, man, you just grab them, and just and that stuff just cleans right off. Probably eats away at the tire, but you know, looks good. I will say, I also
0: think that a tan wall tire works on a specific color frame. Yeah,
1: my frame is orange. It
0: works really well with an orange. Yeah, 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 yeah. But I think like with certain colors, like I don't know why reds to me, it just like mm. feels a little too much going on. But yeah. oranges, I think it pairs well with yeah um so next uh wheels what wheels would you go with so i specifically i mean i i crashed on my reynolds wheels didn't have a single spoke break nothing went wrong i didn't even have a crack any of that so i am going to stick with reynolds wheels i am a real big fan um and then i put on here something that i found to be a really big fad as well i think is still kind of a really big popular fad is stickers and the colors of the brands do you like white stickers do you like blacked out stickers what do you like i like i kind of like the look of a white white sticker on a rim i think that spins around makes you think you're going fast i think that looks really cool so i would i would pick a white a white sticker yeah so first we're going to start with brand brand
3: i'm not particular i guess i'm particular on on the brand but i don't have a particular brand that i would pick Okay. so things yeah. change I don't know I'd I would would like either. to try yeah. Swiss side yeah um I think those those guys are doing extremely well on on design and that type of thing uh depth is a big thing uh yeah I, I don't worry about with rim brakes I think the most ridiculous thing that 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 this brakes look stupid on anything <laughs> three centimeters deep or shallower they For look sure. stupid they do <laughs> <laughs> so the deeper the rim with with I don't know why, but to me it's more appealing. And disc brakes look okay with like a six centimeter deep yeah. rim. Um, and I do like I said, I, I Swiss uh, Swiss side has white. I think white's good, yeah. and it's pretty cool. You hit it at a certain speed from the side. And you can see that flash, and it starts rotating back backwards. Yeah, like, that that is, cool. is so cool! You know, okay. yeah. just like, I so, I gotta go with the speed for yeah, the rest yeah. of my life. Head yeah. is one I've never owned, but I've no, I have some aluminum rims, but Head is a good manufacturer of wheels, and yeah. they kind of specialize yeah. on that. So. Yeah, like I would, I would like to try Zip. I, yeah, I've, I've heard so many good things about. I've Zip Zip had wheels. some. Yeah. yeah, yeah, in the early days, and that's probably not fair. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. but I'm not impressed.
1: Dad, what about you? What brand and uh, I I have never ridden Reynolds, but from hearing the stories of what you guys ride with them, mm-hmm. uh, I'm 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 blown away by their their how they treat customers. Um, I would ride them. Mm-hmm. I've never ridden an Envy set of wheels. Mm-hmm. I would ride them. I think they're kind of cool looking wheels.
3: We know somebody had, had yeah, some yeah. Envy Envy's going down Mount Uh huh. Yeah, that about that. Um, mm-hmm.
1: I have purchased two <laughs> sets of wheels from a company out of Portland called Hi-Fi. Yeah. And I bought a pair for my road bike, which are my tubulars. Mm -hmm. And it was a freaking screaming deal because tubulars were going away. And I got some beautiful deep aero carbon rims for a song from them. And I also have a set of uh, aluminum um, wheels for my gravel bike from Hi-Fi. No endorsements here. Uh, I paid what they were charging. And and they're great wheels. Um, And my stock set that came with my Giant. Have been are they Cadex? The they're not. These ones aren't Cadex, mm-hmm. but they do stock a lot of bikes come with mm-hmm. stock Cadexes, yeah. and these have been solid. And it's a carbon rim, and they've been. I have treated them like shit, and they're still going strong yeah. and just dead on straight. So, and yeah, um, a lot of my wheels don't have any stickers on them, or they're dark stickers, and I, I love the white stickers just because it looks cool. I think it looks yeah fun. yeah yeah. 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 Um, Frame wise uh oh I, I Gosh it,
0: This is hard for me to pick I would I'd be interested to see What like new treks are like I rode an aluminum trek And I'd really like to see What that Weird cutout is And everything And how it rides All that it stuff Scared shit out of me Um <laughs> It does. Yeah. <laughs> it's gonna uh, break under my fat ass. <laughs> <laughs> Colored wise, I really like the iridescent colors. I think those are really cool. Yeah. That you look at from different angles and it's like a green, is it a purple, all that oh, stuff? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The reason I ask color is because we see blacked out bikes all over the Peloton now. Too many flat black bikes. Yes. Paul, what is your brand you would go with?
3: Uh, I am I would say outside of BMC, yeah. I probably I'll probably never own another one. They're too expensive. Um I like time what they do. They're a small production, yeah, and that's why I push not for any paint, but just naked carbon. Mm. I know it's boring looking and everything, but I uh, got a little. Uh, but that's not flat think, black. No, flat black. Yeah, is. it's different. I, I don't. I don't want any paint on my on my carbon. And when when manufacturers come out with carbon and they have paint and then a naked one. The naked ones are the ones with no flaws. Yeah, they paint the ones That's that the are point. flawed. Oh, so and and there may be non-flawed painted, painted ones, bike. but you know, the, and there's not that they're they're a bad shape, but they may have you know, like carbon might be a little bit, you know, you could see a little bit of a, a defect, but sure. you can't do that on a naked bike. So if I'm running a carbon bike, no paint. Nice. <laughs> yeah.
1: All right. Mm-hmm. What about you, Dad? What do you think? Um, I. This isn't kissing Carson's ass. I have, when I first got that Giant, I was like, holy shit, this is a rigid, frickin' bike. This is a, like riding on, you know, flat tires. Yeah. Um, I love that bike. Mm-hmm. I, have, I have really enjoyed it. And I keep thinking that I would like to upgrade my road bike, but every time I, I get on that thing, it has become a part of me. Yeah. Um, and you know there have been a lot of other bikes that have done that over the years um, my years on carbon fiber have not been many right um, and this is probably my third carbon road bike and I every bike has gotten better and so i've been I've been completely happy with this and I would stay. I, yeah. I, I'm honestly, I like you, Paul, I've, I've kind of found my brand mm-hmm. and it's, it just feels good underneath me and I, it, it responds the way I want it to respond yeah. and it takes the abuse that I want it to take. I did a gravel Fondo on it last year. No, mm-hmm. two years ago. And, um, it, no, it's solid color, solid. color. I'm, I'm an idiot. I, I, I like, I like a little flash. Yeah. I, I like something that looks, you know, I'm, I'm the idiot out there on the orange bike right now. Um, and and it's it's just kind of like, oh, there goes Pop Bulger. you know mm-hmm. deep shit on his pumpkin. Um, <laughs> and I, I like that. I like a little I like a little splash. I don't wanna I don't wanna hide. Yeah, yeah, uh, you know, which is funny because I do in public.
0: Yeah. <laughs> um, next thing I had was saddle. Uh, mm. br- brands i I have only ridden this origin eight saddle that Sam's given me. I'm going to try a physique probably next month. Uh, oh, are you really for, it's just I need to I need a wider saddle yeah. than I have now um and I've heard nothing but good things from that brand. Uh color-wise, it's black. Oh god. For yeah. me, would you pick little little aspects in there here and there though? Like little like color aspects is my is my only question. Ooh.
3: So Paul, what
0: what is your what is your brand?
3: Brand is Physique without a doubt. Um <clears throat> I was worried when I started was on a um a turbo. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, turbo, yeah. 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 And then I loved that. And then Flight, lighter saddles came in, and Flight was a good transition. I have very, my cheekbones are pretty small, and I have the narrowest physique, and that was the best saddle I've ever owned. Mm -hmm. And um, that's, I put it, I have one on my commuter bike. I have, it's the same saddle on everything. My other, uh, Mm. you know, winter road bike now. Um, yeah, and black. My newest saddle that I bought from Physique is is they used to do a centerpiece with a color like white or yeah. red. You, yeah, and you didn't have a choice. I went. They finally make it with black in the middle, so that's what I have. Black nice. and black. Black's, Black's good to
1: have when you're talking about poop shoes, saddles. Yeah, yeah. 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 Well, anything poop horny ended potentially <laughs> yeah. nearby. Yeah, you don't, you don't want to potentially a stain. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, I've been on the same brand of saddle mm-hmm. be, uh, from that you have been, mm-hmm. um, Jackson. Uh, I, I I think I might be ready for a change. Yeah. Just because this is going to sound funny. When I sit up on my trainer and if I'm riding with hands off the bars, it'll crack in a certain... Just make a kick and it scares the shit out of me every time. I think my saddle's just broken. I'm like... And I just I move all over the place in the in the, on the trainer, and I'm just like yeah. going, okay, enough of this. I don't want to. I can't handle this mental trauma anymore. <laughs> and and I will admit, and I'm I'm free to put myself out there. I think my I have birthing hips almost as wide as Sam's. My no, no, sit- nobody's I, as wide as Sam's. I, I I'm pretty sure my my butt cheeks are are wide apart my, my sit bones I think are wide apart yeah. and um and so I need a very specific style of a saddle and so I'm gonna have to research it Sam, Sam had this thing and I, well, this is just a walking advertisement for him it's just something you literally sit on and it tells you it gives you a digital read out of your sit bones and and then you can adjust, buy a saddle according to those mm-hmm. the that measurement and i I know I've got it around here somewhere you know that that readout, and I will buy a different saddle. But um this has been a great. I've been on that saddle since I bought, since I got the the giant, and I've been on that bike for five over five years, mm-hmm. and I, it feels good. You know, yeah. I, I don't get any moments where I'm going, ah, you know, or anything like that. And it's yeah, black, 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 yeah, black. black. Nice. I would never buy a saddle, and you know, it's, it's like bar tape. I don't know if that's next. Well,
0: it's yeah. funny you mentioned bar tape. So my last and final thing—sorry, it's taken so long—but no. is um, bar tape. Uh, do you have a brand? Mine is Physique. Mm-hmm. Color, I like black. If you if your saddle's black, the bar tape's black. That's one of the Gotta few match. rules that I follow. Mm-hmm. Um, but my little question, my little extra tidbit in there is: Do you like the bar tape that has dots in it? That has different colors in it. So, like, let's say it's got, like, or, like, a stripe. <laughs> no, Paul's answer. Well, yeah. <laughs> but that's, because no. you've, you've had orange and black. I've had red and black. So, it's, yeah. it's very personal. Uh, so, mine's all black, though. So, Paul.
3: Yeah, mine's all black and no colors. That, I mean, I used to, back in the day with Bonotto, I would have, like, different. Yeah. Bonotto tape is just a cello tape.
1: Yeah. You did, yeah. No
3: padding, whatever. Yeah. And colors were a big thing.
1: And if you're a junior And I used to have a lot of colors. Colors. Yeah. If you're a junior it was mixed colours. That's how mm-hmm. you could yeah. always tell the junior. White used to be really big.
3: It was really big and I, I ran campy and they had white hoods. So yeah. back then and so I had to scrub the hoods anyway, so I might as yeah. well scrub the, the but
1: bars. butado would stay white if it got wet. because yeah, it yeah, and it, it's
3: plastic it's yeah. basically plastic <laughs> it wrap for sure. your bar. For sure. yeah. But of course I got the Belgian colours.
4: Well, black, pretty yellow, and red. Cool. Yeah, so that's what I did mine on. Yeah. So okay,
1: Dad. Uh, what are you thinking? Um, I miss white bar tape. I miss it. I, I, I always a bike with with white bar tape used to look so clean and so crisp, but now it's like, how much is a roll of tape? 50, 60 bucks. Depends
3: where uh, you uh, get it. My the stuff that I get from Physiques about thirty plus
1: dollars. Yeah. yeah. Excuse me. Absolute lunacy yeah uh, you're not you, you one it's ride in the ribbon. rain one ride in the rain and you're you're gonna have if m- it's mud white, colored yeah. Bars. yeah yeah they're, they're gonna sure. look like you sh- you shoved them up your butt mm-hmm. um so yeah you can't do it anymore and and i also believe that bars and tape have to kind of match yeah i mean bars and uh saddle, saddle. saddle yeah. need to match um although there were a lot of years i, I broke that rule um <laughs> So yeah, I would go with you know a good cork tape. I I have, but I do. I would argue that you could play around a little bit when it comes to a gravel bike. Yeah, I agree. You can add Anything a little bit of the gravel. the yeah. dots. You know, you could have the splash of color in there. Mm-hmm. I did the splash of color on my on my orange bike. Simply, I I'm I'm not going to lie, to bug Paul nice <laughs> I saw that tape and I was like oh he's gonna get so mad at me." and then the bright orange I had bright orange bar uh-huh, tape for yeah, a while that. that was yeah, yeah. so ugly mm-hmm. and I did that as a joke yeah, I did that yeah. completely very Larry David style kind of out of spite <laughs> yeah, spite it's yeah, all about spite yeah. but, and, but I would I would I would yeah my my next tape's gonna be yeah. just although my tape now isn't all black does it have the little dots it's from, it? no it's from Hi-Fi and it has the a gold Hi-Fi logo all over it oh, that's kind of oh. cool yeah but I
0: think, you know, just to wrap this all up, I think that one thing that we kind of found out here is that it's also personal style, is that we all pick our own things and then everybody can rock what they want. So. But
1: can we mildly bust somebody's chops if we think what they're doing looks stupid?
0: What I like to say is, I might not say it to you, but I'm thinking a whole lot.
3: <laughs> okay.
1: So. I just, I mean, we are all we all get so upset these days that it's just like, oh, if I busted your balls by your handlebar tape... All of a sudden, there's this online movement to cancel me because I, you know, I just thought your tape looks stupid. You can just, you can think it and talk about it with your friends. You don't yeah. have to be like, when hey, Vel- you look the, dumb. The Vellominati <laughs> rules that that people now take so damn seriously and are offended by it. I've had such a problem with it because I, everything Vellominati did was was tongue planted in cheek to a certain extent. But we we've come to this wave where everything's so serious. It's like you can't even give somebody shit for you know the fact that they're wearing a neon kit, mm-hmm. yeah, which I did as a punishment, right? Or white shorts. Mm-hmm. I don't understand. Paul, do we? I don't want to minimize changing times. Do we want to? can we condense it, or do we want to? Yeah, hold it'll it be for next pretty.
3: Yeah, I was just gonna do talk about clothing real quick. Oh, good. Um, so uh, just the changes. See how much time. Oh man, we're late. Yeah. Um, I guess we could save it. That's that's fine. I was. I it came to the forefront. Because we do have some classics. We got. Yeah. Pick. Exactly. And oh, yeah. It, it came up with clothing because we had a pizza party at Sam's yeah, yeah. place, and and clothing was brought up. So I'll mm. save it for next week. Oh okay. mm-hmm. yeah, yeah, god. Sorry it, it took oh. so long. Oh,
4: no, no, no. 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 That was fun. <laughs> yeah. That
1: was fun. And I, and by the way, if you're listening, I'd like to hear your your. Yays and nays of what we, uh, Just what, we chose, what we mm-hmm. chose, what we chose. Because we did stick to road bikes, but uh, you know, there we there we go. Ooh. We have two, well, technically three races happening this weekend. We're going to have to go high speed through this. We have Umloop Het for the men and the women, and we have Kurna Brussels Kurna, which we are allowing three riders to pick. And um, I'm anxious to hear these these choices, I believe, in chivalry. So we start with the women, the Omloup Het newsblad uh, The women are racing. If you're not picking at least one person from SD Works, you probably have something major in terms of a head injury. Um, I will go first. I am picking Lada Capecchi, which I, mean, I have a feeling everybody's going to pick, so it mm-hmm. washes those choices away. I'm picking uh, Lisa Balsamo because... That's I, who I, you I, always I, pick. I, I, I apparently have a thing for her. And I am I am also picking Allison Jackson because I would just leave, love to see her do something because I I think after the Peru roubaix that she might be able to understand that she belongs at the front end of the peloton. Mm. There's my choice.
0: Uh, I will go with my three being uh, Lotte capecchi Demi Vollering, uh, yeah. both SD works, and yeah. then Elisa Longoborghini.
1: Yeah, those are all brilliant choices. Mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah.
3: I went with capecchi Vollering, and Ludwig. Mm, nice.
1: Oh, those are great. Nice. Those are great. For the men, hit I am going away from the grain. I'm picking uh, Christophe Laporte. I'm picking Binium Gourmet, and I'm picking Alberto Bettiol. I don't know why. I don't think they're going to do it, but what the hell? They popped into my head.
0: I will go with uh, Wout Van Aert. I will go with Christophe
3: Laporte and
0: Thomas Pidcock.
4: Oh,
3: Kay. I went with uh, Dylan Va- Van Barr, mm-hmm. Barla um, just because he had a bad year and he won Roubaix the pre- previous year. They yeah, brought yeah. him in. I think, Wout's going to turn the the dial down a little bit. Do he's, Yeah, it's all about Flanders and yeah. uh I went with Jasper Steven. Um He's always good on those classics. And then
1: uh, Matej Mohoric. That's yeah. always a good Mahorich choice. Mahorich
3: was there last year. so. Yeah.
1: Kern Brussels, Kerner. It's funny you should mention that. I, I I don't know why, but I feel that Wout might have not have the best day the first day, and I think he's just going to come out and do something the second day. I think Kasper Askren is always flying at these races, and, and he's not done yet. And I picked Jasper Stuyven just because I, I think Lidl Trek is going to uncork a season. Damn. A huge season.
0: I think Mads Pedersen's going to
1: be a different rider this year. I'd love to see that guy in green in July.
0: Yeah, yeah. Um, I picked uh, I picked Waffenhardt again just because he's the be- one of the best in the peloton. Yeah. Um, I picked Biniam Girmay. I think this is flatter. It's got a lot less of something to take him away. And then uh, Jasper Philipson. Let us not forget that he was second in Rebaix last year. So mm-hmm.
1: That's, That's very a very good, good point.
3: I went with uh, Christoph uh, Laporte. I was going to go with Tej, but he won that last year. So... Uh, and then at Kaspar had a bad year. I think this is a year that uh mm-hmm. the quick stop uh or Sadal quick stop would yeah. come around and Mohorish because he's he's always seems to be there, so it yeah. could
1: be a chance no descent required no Mm-mm. yeah. 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 yeah all right there we go with the classics not the yeah the classics yeah the starts. season is here yeah, thank yeah. god jackson you gotta go out and just pull yeah. the trigger man just just don't eat for a couple of days <laughs> that easy <laughs> yeah um and by the way if you're a flow bike subscriber and you subscribe to NordVPN, you tell FlowBikes you live in canada you can fire up your laptop and 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 cast it to just about any Apple TV, Mm -hmm. and it works. It works, it works, it works. Trust me, I've been making sure that for Perry roubaix when we come here and do the party. Um, That Mm -hmm. brings us to one hour and 38 minutes of a podcast. That's a hell of a long one. We didn't need no Waples. Outro. What?
3: Oh!
4: (laughs) Fucking... Is
1: this Nice. Is it this mellow one? See...
4: You them. just need a big sign. You got to hold up going.
1: Outro dipshit, out of these this great music that that is that comes to us. So, um, I'd love to get that new theme someday, but I'm not riding him. Yeah, yeah. There you riding. go. Yeah, I'm not riding him. Mm. Um, thanks you guys for being here. Thank you. And we didn't need a single waple we No. We whip out And we still went long. We did. Yeah. 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 I guess we just drop them. There we go. There now we can't <laughs> do that because their banter is so perfect. <laughs> um, and be sure and like and subscribe and I mention this all the time but um, those YouTube subscriptions are a huge thing so if, if you don't have the you know if you, if you don't mind go over and just click that button on and smash that subscribe. Smash is that what the kids yeah. say? Yeah. 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 Jackson's yawning so he's yeah. not a kid anymore. <laughs> uh, thank you Paul. Thank you Jackson. Yeah, and thank we you. We'll catch everybody next week. Let's yeah. go classics.